welcoming children of the Most High God. Welcome back to another broadcast of Sons and Daughters Thriving in the Kingdom of God. Last week we were studying on the fruit of the Spirit, dealing with long-suffering. Oh, long-suffering. When we think about long-suffering, that is something that I believe you can talk about forever. I believe that is a subject that you can really go on and on and on about. But knowing that that place of long-suffering, a place that God is literally giving us the power to endure hardship as a good soldier, the power to endure and maintain strength in a place that's hard, a, part, a hard place, a place of having to forgive and not wanting to forgive, knowing that God's way is better than our way. So we choose to forgive. We choose to love. We choose to serve. We choose to maintain maintain our hope in him and in his word hallelujah thank you lord father we thank you tonight we just give you praise for your word and your way oh god that you've given us you've given us your way you've given us all that you are that we may walk as uh, sons and daughters that we may walk in your holiness that we may walk in your righteousness that we're covered in your truth oh god and we just thank you tonight we thank you tonight as we continue studying the characteristics, as we continue studying all that you've given us, oh God. We just thank you tonight, continuing into the fruit of the Spirit. You know, even as we begin to study, it talks about over in Galatians 5, it talks about fruit of the Spirit. So we're not dealing with like nine different fruits. We're dealing with the character of God. We're dealing with a ninefold. Where more or less where they all work together as one. They work together and it produce. It produced fruit, fruit that produced just that one life, that one entity, that one being, that when you talk about the attributes of God, when you talk about the love, when you talk about the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and meekness and temperance. We learn from the scriptures that these are not individual fruits from which we pick and choose, but rather the fruit of the spirit is one ninefold fruit that characterize all who we truly walk in the Holy Spirit. Collectively, these are the fruits that all Christians should be producing in their lives with Jesus Christ. So when we're talking tonight, this is something that should be going on in our lives as we allow the, the newness of Christ, as we allow the newness of our lives to come alive on the inside of us. We're talking about the love, the joy, the peace, the long suffering, the, the gentleness and goodness, faith, meekness and temperance. We're talking about the, the characteristics and attributes of God. Fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is a physical manifestation of a Christian's transformed life. In order to mature as believers, we should study and understand the attributes of the Spirit, which is the ninefold, the ninefold ministry of the, the, the attributes of God. When we think about love, the love of God, as we know that we, we, we rely on the love of God for ourselves, God's love. Whoever lives in love, live in God and God in him. And that's 1 John 4, 16. 
Through Jesus Christ, our greatest goal is to do all things in love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It's not even rude. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Come on now, when we're talking about walking in the love of God, that love that maintains itself, that love that endures, that love that forgives, that love that, that walks in, in understanding who man really is, and, and also dealing with a man that's walking without the life of Christ. We have to be able to understand and walk and maintain our love in spite of. We have to maintain that love of God in spite of the ones that are not even walking in that love. That's why it's like these, the, the attributes, they work together. Because when you talk about the ninefold, I mean, when you talk about love and, and long suffering, you got to be able to endure. You got to be able to maintain your stay when you're dealing with love. You got to be able to maintain who you are when you're dealing with walking in love. Love is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hope, and always persevere. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love never fails. This is something that I surely, truly believe that we need to get this thing on deep on the inside of us because the way the world is right about now, we are challenged daily. We are challenged every day when it concerns our walk in Christ, when it concerns our being built up in Christ. Your walk is challenged daily. Challenged daily. Your love walk. You have to prove your love every day and all day long because of what goes on in this world, because of some of these decisions that people make in this world and in this time, people make awesome, awesome. And when I say awesome, I don't mean good. I mean, they make decisions in life that literally challenges you. It challenges your walk. But we pray that God, we pray for God to just build us up in him, just to mature us up in him, that we walk in the understanding that we walk in the understanding of the all-knowing God and the all-understanding God, the God that's full of love and full of mercy. We walk in him, we move in him, and we have our being, and he is maturing us up to know so we don't trip so quick, we don't fall so quick. Also, we're, we're talking about the joy tonight. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah 8.10 let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, Hebrews 12 and 2. When we talk about the joy of the Lord, we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And that is one amazing thing. Knowing when we begin to give God praise, when we begin to give God worship in a hard place, in a place, I mean, when we're really going through, when you begin to sing the praises of God, when you begin to worship in God, you can begin to feel, I'm talking about when you delight yourself, when you delight yourself in him, you can begin to feel the joy of the Lord coming alive on the inside of you. Not only coming alive on the inside of you, but oh my God, the wisdom and the understanding that comes with the joy. 
the safety that comes with the joy of the Lord, the peace that comes with the joy of the Lord. You end up finding out why you have to step back. You end up finding out why it's really not worth you saying anything. You end up finding finding out that the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord. The Lord is our joy. The Lord is the love of our lives, and he's producing all that he is on the inside of us. That right there gives us joy. That right there gives me joy, knowing all that God is fulfilling on the inside of me. The peace. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 5 and 1, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15 and 13, that we may overflow with hope. Come on, that's the peace of God. The peace of God, let it rule. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. And I'm talking about peace that passes understanding. Peace that guards our heart and our mind through Christ Jesus. Peace that suffered long. Peace that is encouraged to wait on the Lord. Peace, come on, that empowers us. Peace that empowers our joy. Peace that empowers our love. Peace, the peace of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Peace, the peace of God is peace. Has no mixtures. That's the part I love. <laughs> Everything about God has no mixtures. It's no ups, there's no downs. There's no in, there's no out. Peace is just peace. Peace is a place of resting. Peace is a place where you can rest in God. You can trust in God. You can hope in God. Peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We went over long suffering, but long suffering deals with the patience of God. Oh, how God waited on us. We are strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Colossians 1 and 11. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Ephesians 4 and 2. You see, they all work together. They all work together to fulfill one purpose. That the new creature on the inside of us might be revealed. That the new creature in us might bear fruit. Might bear fruit and be seen. Come on, when we begin to bear the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost can be seen in our lives. God can be seen in our lives. When we begin to bear the fruit of our God, God can be seen with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Ephesians 4 and 2. Gentleness. When we talk about gentleness, we're talking about kindness as well. We should live in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness in the Holy Spirit. And in sincere love, and truthful speech, and in the power of God, 
with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left. 2 Corinthians 6, 6 through 7. We're talking about the gentleness. <laughs> See, one thing about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives you that confidence and that courage to wait. Hear me to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. That gentleness just flows in because there's no fear. There's no fear in God. There's no doubt in God. There's only love in God. That means God is able to fulfill all that he's spoken. God will do everything that he said he will do. So when we begin to bear these fruits, when we begin to allow the work of God to be done in us and stop trying to fight our own battles, but let the work of God be done in us, you will see the glory of God. You will see, the, you will see and understand the patience and the kindness of God. That him waiting on us, him enduring us. When we were still walking in our sins, when we were still doing what we wanted to do, he endured us. He waited on us, knowing, knowing what he had planned, knowing what he had purposed. Come on. Believing in what he said. <laughs> when we talk about the goodness of God, wherefore also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith and power 2 Thessalonians 1 and 11 for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth Ephesians 5 and 9 for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth Ephesians 5 and 9 when we think about the goodness of God, truly goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Truly goodness and mercy, the goodness of God, the mercy of God shall follow us daily. Come on, follow us daily. The mercy of God renews every day. Every day it's, it renews it. It's new mercy, new goodness every day comes for us every day so there's something that literally we're we're reaping this of god we did nothing to get it other than to believe and and trust in what god has said we did nothing to to deserve this but it's just something that god has given unto us that's why god is telling us as well show goodness show mercy show gentleness you did nothing to deserve these things, but yet and still, I pour my life on you. You did nothing to, to, to achieve these things, but I pour my mercy. I pour my peace. I pour my joy. I pour my love on you. It is something that he's decided to give to us in hope that we may give. He says, you freely receive, freely give. 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 Faith. When we're talking about the faithfulness of God, oh Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things, thy counsel of old are faithful and truth, faithfulness and truth, Isaiah 25 and 1, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. 
so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. Ephesians 3, 16 through 17. We're talking about the faith of God. O Lord, thou art my God. (laughs) How many of us released our faith there? How many of us are really putting our faith in the fact that the Lord, he is our God? We will exalt thee. We will praise thy name. Because we're talking about the faithfulness of our God. We will praise thy name. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thou counsel of old are faithful and truth. Faithful, your counsel, O God, is faithful and truth. Isaiah 25 and 1. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. Faith, Ephesians three sixteen through 17, knowing that without faith it's impossible to please God. But we receive the faith of God tonight. We receive God's way of thinking. We receive God's way of doing. We receive God's thoughts. And when it comes to faith, faith comes to us. Faith comes to us. We've received the word of God. We receive the promises of God. And because we begin to study and get to know him, we receive revelation concerning the word of God. And as you receive the revelation of God's word, faith comes to us. Faith comes to us. And as we begin to see the faith of God operating in our lives, that's when that word faithfulness begins to produce itself on the inside of us. When we allow the faith of God to mature up, faithfulness begins to just expose itself. It it exposes itself in our lives. Meekness. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted, Galatians 6 and 1, with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, Ephesians 4 and 2. And I believe we spoke last week concerning the meekness of God, knowing that meekness doesn't say that you're weak. But yet and still, it's a strong one. It's a strong man, a man that has the ability, (laughs) strength. But yet and still, he humbled himself that he might see, that he might know that with the greatness of his God, he literally forgives. He humbles himself to understand, even though it seemed like things should be getting better. It seems like things shouldn't be in this place, but I'm humbling myself to see the greatness of my God in my life. I'm humbling myself to consider uh, my brothers and my sisters. I'm humbling myself, even sometimes with all the knowledge that we have. Sometimes we have to back down. We have to back away that we might understand why our brothers and sisters continue to fall. We bear the infirmities of the weak. We bear them. Sometimes we have to back up. I mean, we may seem strong. We may seem like we got it all together. But a meek person will literally back down and will, will move into a place of understanding the place that their friend brother is in. That they may help them. That they may sit with them and help them come out of a place. Come on. For, uh, for bearing. That means long suffering sits in the midst of there. Patience sits in the midst of there. 
because you don't mind waiting on your brothers and sisters. My God waited on me. When we think about temperance, self-control, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, moral, good moral values, to your moral values, add knowledge. Come on, we're adding the knowledge of God to the moral values. We're, we're building up all of in our faith. We're building up our faith in God to knowledge, add self-control. Come on, some of the faith that God has given us, it makes us want to be gun or It makes us want to run. But come on, as we receive the faith of God, as we walk in the faith of God, let us wait on the Lord. Let us be encouraged to wait. And in self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love, back to love again. Back to love again, Second Peter's 1, 5 through 7. We're back up to love again. Because it's always God's hope that we walk in his love. Because when you walk in the love of God, you fulfill everything that has been spoken here tonight. When you walk in God's love, temperance is not a hard place to be. It is not a hard place to uh, uh, to hold your be self, under self control. Meaning, God's spirit has a has a voice in your life. God's spirit has a voice in your life where He says no, you obey. When He says yes, you obey. When He say give, you obey. Come on, self control where you're able to be obedient to the sound of God, meekness. When you're, when you're walking in the love of God, meekness is not a hard place for you to be. It's not a hard place for you to humble yourself down that you might understand. When you're walking in the love of God, meekness is not a hard place. You can humble yourself real quick because you're understanding the love of God. Faith, when you know God's love towards you, come on now. And I'm talking about love. Love conquers all. Love conquers all. Faith is, you receive faith when you walk in the love of God. Because, why? Because I know God loves me. I know God will never forsake me. I know, I believe God loves me. And I'm not just saying, I believe God. I mean, you're literally saying that without a shadow of doubt in your mind. But you've read enough, you've worshipped enough, you've loved God enough to understand his love towards you. So when God speaks a word to you, that, that word comes with understanding. That word comes to be support for you. That word comes as being counsel for you. The faith of God produces the faithfulness on the inside of us. Produces faithfulness. When we talk about the goodness of God, God's goodness. Come on, God's goodness, and we will we'll fall back again right into love. I'm telling you, love conquers all. When we receive the love, that agape love, come on, that agape love, where there's no mixtures in that love, we just flat out love. Getting to know that kind of love, where you just flat out love. There's no mixtures in your love. I don't like you, but I know I got to love you, but I sure don't like you. Come on. Let's check ourselves before we say something like that. We still got a ways to go as far as building love up on the inside of us. We need to really run hard after love. Bump like. 
It's going to be a lot of things going on in our lives that we may not like, but we got to love and we need to find truth in that, that we don't even go and try to find a way out of saying, I don't like your ways. I love you, but I don't like your ways. Come on. We, we, we're throwing mixtures in there. We want to love. People got issues. We all got problems. We all, we all uh, uh, want forgiveness. We all want that. And we go through different timings in our lives. And we just pray that everybody understands. We pray that people walk in a place of, of meekness and goodness and gentleness. Long-suffering. And allowing the peace of God to rule where it passes. Understanding to you where you even understand where I'm at. Where you're able to counsel me. You're able to help me. Come on, these attributes is all about us being able to support each other. These attributes is not just about you getting this and then you being strong in this place. But this is a place that you share. This is a place that you give. This is a place that you minister in. You minister in these places. The joy of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, my God, the love. You minister in this place. This is the evidence of the Holy Spirit being in your life when you're able to endure, when you're able to be that branch that brings forth fruit and the fruit of the Spirit. Like I say, when people don't even deserve this, when people don't even deserve this type of love, this type of joy, this type of peace, this type of long-suffering gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. Come on. They don't even deserve it. But guess what? We didn't either. We didn't deserve this either. But God poured it on us. God poured it on us. He poured it on us that we might become new, that we might become like him. I'm telling you, the Lord is denying us nothing. He's given us all that he has. He's wanting us to fulfill every promise every great and precious promise that he's given to us. He's wanting the, for everybody to see that they might know the love of God is here. The love of God is here to fulfill every promise. And through the death of Christ, through the resurrection of Christ, all has been fulfilled. And all we have to do is receive receive God's greatness in our lives, receive God's love in our lives that he may fulfill I mean, and literally create a ground that is able to produce greatness. And I'm talking about our heart. Produce a ground that is able to produce greatness within our hearts and our minds. We thank God tonight. The fruit of the spirit is a wonderful study for us to just get into and find out what it is that God has released into our lives. He's maturing us up. He's maturing the sons and daughters up to walk in his holiness. Walk being separated unto God. Walk being separated unto everything that he desires to do. We're giving God glory. We're allowing God to fulfill every desire that he has. That he wants to do in this earth. Believe you me, we'll get our time. God will give us our moment. But come on, let us give God glory. Let us bear, bear this fruit. That man might see their God. Let us bear this fruit. That man might know. And see the love of God towards them. When we begin to show this love. When we begin to show this mercy. When we begin to reveal the attributes of God. Man will see. 
that God, that the kingdom of God is here, that the kingdom is walking in the earth, the kingdom is producing in the earth. And it's all about the glory of God being revealed that he might save and deliver and set free his children that are bound. Amen. Amen. So we want to make sure that we begin to study over there in Galatians 5. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. We want to study and get these things deep in us. Get them deep in us that we might produce a harvest. Amen. Amen.